the city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zindane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfield Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 103. This episode is brought to you by COVID-19 lockdowns, and probably contains lower quality audio than our usual. Thanks for bearing with us. So when last we left our heroes, Thousand Bones, had, you, you had made peace with several people, and Thousand Bones had been offered by the Red Mantis to just step away, and they would give him the antidote that they had poisoned his people with and things. And he has said a resounding, oh, hell no, to that. And thus we begin the grand battle royale nearly full of gargoyles and Red Mantis assassins and fiendish mantises. And I understand thematically why the Red Mantis assassins have mantises that work for them, but as the person who's continuously referring to the mantis attacks you, it annoys me. Okay. The mantis and there's the assassins. Are we still asking the assassins again? Yep. So, when we begin round two... God help me. Are we all there? Oh, no, he said it. Oh, we are now. Um, Several of the Shawante clans are actively in retreat away from this. Um, Several more, several of the Skull Qua are raining arrows up into the air from their longbows onto the gargoyles, most of which, it must be said, are just bouncing off harmlessly. Um, The Red Mantis Assassins are slipping in and out, some of them still seen amongst the Shawante. The good news is that any Shawante that aren't sort of directly in their way are not getting harmed by the assassins. The gargoyles and the mantises seem pretty indiscriminate. And we see people battling and cameras briefly flashing across Crojan in the background and a bunch of other people. And then we go straight back into initiative as the fiendish team fiendish mantis goes again. So... The only thing I have changed between sessions is I have recolored some of the tokens and separated them in initiative, and we had trouble with people seeing what was an initiative here. So uh, do people agree with what I've got here? Fiendish Mattises on 20, Elagos on 17, Blue Assassins on 12. People can see them. Yep. Cool. Silver and Lucy on 9, Red Assassins on 9. Gargoyles on nine, gargoyle purple gargoyles on eight, Jack on six, Garen on four, discolored mantises on three. Concur. Cool. Discolored mantises. Can I just ask for some sort of like key code for all of these um uh, different tokens now, like just once over before we start? Because um, there's a lot of different tokens. That, that's yes, very true. What sort of key code are you looking for here? 
like what there's purple thingies and silver thingies and different coloured mattresses and yeah. So those are the the different colours and the tokens are purely a visual reference for the GM, so I can split them into two groups for initiative, so that you're not getting mobbed by forty assassins all go. Then it's your turn. So the the little sort of coin look like things are all just straight off assassins. Uh, I don't know what you're looking at, but I'll start um, doodling colourful things on the map. All right, so can you see a big red line, big red square appearing around here? Yep. No? Okay, let me try Oh, yeah, 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 I saw the red line. Sorry. Red, red, I said. Right, so these purple tokens here are all gargoyles. They are the ones that have been ice-stormed and are looking quite wounded. Yes? Yep. These are the fiendish mantises that they dropped. Also wounded. Uh, over here we have a red mantis assassin, red mantis assassin, red mantis assassin. All these guys are in disguise. Ah, sorry, not that one. Uh, the three highlighted one are in temporarily in disguise as Shawante, but have been spotted. One of them should be sparkling. Yep, that's the one labelled shiny. No, he's not. Okay. I can't see what I one thought, labeled. I thought the joke was there's a blue mantis assassin and so it's the shiny assassin, like Pokemon. <laughs> no, because there's three blue assassins because he's coloured some of the assassins blue. Yeah, oh, okay. I thought they were like the shiny version of the assassin. <laughs> You're right though, we had that discussion. So, people managing to follow what I'm talking about or no? I know there's a lot of things I'm here. Good. Yep. I'm good. I've, I've got a better idea now of what's, what, what the thingies mean. Okay. Cool. Um, can I just well, ask? About, can I just ask about Garin's token? There's a red mantis assassin. Yes. And then there's something straight above it. What is it? That would That's be. Why random event that appeared? That gives me a flanking bonus for one round. That is Telmar breaks with thighs, who has ridden in, leaped over the flyer, and has uh, hit the assassin and is flanking it. Awesome. For one round. <laughs> Try that again. Hello, everybody. Hello. 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 Hi. Okay, um, and we've also got TPs as well around the place. I assume that's correct. They're all, that's all the little tens. Yes. Yep. Cool. All right, I'm caught up. And the one of these, we've got the the little sick looking people are the civilians on the battlefield. We have to not blow up. Correct. Yep. Um, which won't be discriminated against um, in attacks with the praying mantis and the gargoyles. So if the yep. gargoyles go near them or the praying mantis go near them, then there's a good chance that they'll attack the citizens. Yeah. So we'll need to keep that in mind. We might have to do to protect ourselves given the number of opponents. Fair. I'm not saying we shouldn't try and help them. I'm just pointing out that we do have a lot of guys. 
I'm just going to go to my character sheet. Yep, it's sitting on the couch. Cool, and now oh, I... They actually have a physical character sheet. Now I can't get rid of those red lines around the assassins anymore. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, well, it's very dramatic. Oh, not without some considerable difficulty. One of them's gone. Is there an erase tool? Uh, there's an erase all drawings tool, which will remove several other things that I'm actually using. Oh, well. Fuck you, Roll20, and the horse you came in on. Anyway, let's move along. So this is definitely going to be good games of fast game material, so um, I will go as quick as I can, and other people go as quick as they can, and if you want to ponder your turn, I'll just skip on and come back to you. Make sense? Yes, sir. Yeah, right, one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three. Five. The um, you also do not need to worry about the mantises, uh, the fiendish mantises or the gargoyles eating the civilians. That's the descriptor of the general battle happening in the background, as opposed oh. to things you need to worry about. Those victim tokens are solely for you to not blow up and squares that you can't stand in. They are terrain obstacles as opposed to things you need to worry about. Cool. So a group of fiendish mantises move closer to you, some of them limping along, looking like they have been dropped on their head at high speed. <laughs> Remembering that there's a possibility that one of them could be the red-headed um, assassin herself. Yeah. And in fact, knowing that, can everybody give me a perception check? Mm-hmm. Uh, he has eyes. <laughs> he has eyes. They're oh. a very beautiful shade. So they're just not yeah, very they're just not, they're just not so much good for seeing. I will just find the Yay, difficulty for boy. this. <laughs> uh, girls for Elagos. Oh, keep them around. Did you roll twenty, Lucy? Nineteen. nineteen. That's still very close. Okay, so. This is a 21, so um, Elagos and Lucy, you know what you are looking for. You are looking for the mantis with the crippled claw, one that is missing basically one of its phalanges. Phalanges, is that the word? Things. No idea. Um, we know what you're talking about. In any event, you do not see her there. You are confident she is not one of those four fiendish mantises. So she's a, she's a human being of some description. Or possibly just hiding somewhere invisible. Yeah, I mean, she can shapeshift, so she could be in a different form, she could be invisible, she could be anywhere. Okay. <clears throat> Alright, so Team Elagos. Uh, cool. Um, I'm going to use my standard action to polymorph. Why are we going to polymorph into? Uh, the wyvern one I used um, in the battle against the worm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Wow. So Wolf is now standing next to a wyvern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'll tell what I'm going to be doing. So, like, um, there's this sort of he sort of concentrates. Um, and then the sort of is this kind of wyvern just um, 
sort of explodes into the area, and then, um, how darest thou drop the sacred rite with bloodshed? Yeah. <laughs> you're trying to tell us that you're a, you're a frail elf. How big are you, Elagos? Uh, huge. Shit. Oh, no. <laughs> I I'll never ever believe you when you say you're a frail old elf. I don't know. I mean, you're free to like climb on the wyvern's back, and we can like go go around this battlefield. Cool. Fucking shit up. Do I need a, a ride check to ride him? I wouldn't think so, given that, you know, I'm conscious of, like, it's not like you're controlling the animal, but that's up to the DM. No, it, I mean, only a very basic stay on one, I would think. But. Okay, so don't fall on your ass. I, I should be able to do that with Dex line, shouldn't I? Well, you've got that one point in survival. I think you're just in the way. So I, I'm going to move Mr. Elf off to the side. Elgos and Meredith, you and... There's no elf on this battlefield. There's just this giant wyvern. Also, because, like, if Silver jumps on its back, then I want Silver's portrait yep. to be there. So yeah. you are now that huge wyvern. Elgos, bravo, I said. Yeah. That's my turn. <laughs> All right. Okay, and then it's blue assassins. The blue red mantis. Yeah. The shiny red mantis. Mm, dumb. Not extremely shiny one. Dumb Pokemon jokes for the win. Alright. I, um, I heal my poison damage because I pull them Because you're a Wyvern? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it was only 12 points and you get a, effectively a Knight's Rest. Yeah. That, that would cover that, wouldn't it, GM? Uh, what you get back is your character level worth, so 11 points, so yes. Okay, so but I'm You one. are down one. Suffer. What the heck is that? That is the red mantis setting the tents on fire. Ah. What? What an asshole. Oh. Not cool. We're going to need to, um, we've got money. We'll we'll pay to Dante uh, some weird girl for this bad behavior. Jeez, man. They said that they didn't have any anything against the, the show, aren't they? And they're sitting setting their tents on fire. Well, I'm gonna set it, all of things on fire soon. It, it, I think they're um, demonstrating that they don't have anything against the Shantae by not killing them. It does seem like a vaguely purposeless action. It doesn't directly inconvenience you in any way. Presumably they have some reason for what they're doing. I yeah, just like Lucy's like, don't be mean to people who set things on yeah. fire. Twenty five. A lot of other things are gonna be on fire soon. Yeah. <laughs> right. really. So one of them pulls a tent pulls a torch out basically and lights the teepee up, 
Another one does it up, and Garen one double moves up to you, and that is all the blue red matters. There was not a better way of doing this, I assure you. <laughs> I I thought long and hard about color changing and making them blue red matters, and I'm just like, I need something visual that I can see at far range. They're also really little tiny squares as well. Well, you can make them bigger. Zoom in. Yeah, but then you can't see the whole map. Nah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So, Lucy. Um. Okay, so uh, um, are these cargoes still in the air? Yes, they are. They're fifty foot up in the air. Okay. Yes. Yes. Do it. I'm gonna go in. Those purple cargoes look like good target to me. Cast fireball on them. Oh <laughs> yes. Okay, so. So, and I'll just do a quick d20 to see if I, um. Good old fireball formation. Yep, your fireball. Um, fireball up one notch and get the fourth gargoyle? Yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to fiddle with it. Yeah, she, she I, can't I move it. Yeah, no, no problem. You can easily hit all four of them without blinking. Excellent. So that's, um. Did you make the wild magic check? Yes, I did. Um, well it's a plus. Yeah, Lucy yeah. just feels this natural infinity just sending a ton of things on fire. That's right. <laughs> so I believe that's um, 10d6. And reflex saves for all of them for half. So... I just love the fact that they've got, like, m- this massive DR except every against, like, normal damage, and they've just, they're just getting magic area affected. <laughs> All right, well, so we're all clustering groups. I'm yeah, guessing. Is, uh, I'm guessing the twenty, the twenty-three, and the twenty-five are going to be well over um, your DC. I don't know about the twenty. Uh, Lucy, what's your DC? Oh, um, my DC is. Um, let me just quickly check. Um, uh, fireball is level three spell, so it's seventeen. Okay, so... So three of them make the save. The one, the one at the top, as he is turning and flying away, gets caught by the full brunt of the flame and burns and just falls out of the sky like a burning hunk of rock. <laughs> um, the other three all take 15 points of damage and remain standing, well, remain flying, kind of staggering through the sky, <laughs> looking horribly wounded, burnt from flame and burnt from frost, and quite literally cracked in places from the giant ice boulders falling on them and the bludgeoning damage. <laughs> so they are all in horrible, horrible, horrible condition. Good. That was a very, very bad morning for them. <laughs> but technically not disabled. Well, so they're down to like the last ten hit points. Mm. I suspect down to the last two or three. Okay, Lucy burns it. Lucy burns it up. Yep. Did she yep. want to move or anything? Uh, no, I'm, I'm happy where I am. I think. Away from the tent. Uh, standing next to a tent. Oh yeah, I am standing next to a tent. Yeah, uh, cool. maybe five foot out away from the tent. Yeah, I've got a move towards the tents. Like that. Silver, mm-hmm. you're up. Okay, so can I get on top of Alagos and cling on and do an intimidate? Presuming that Alagos will allow you to, yeah, no problem. 
So, do I need to make a roll to get onto Elagos? Uh, that's a that's a, <laughs> that's a question. That's you kind of say possible. like, like, hey, Elagos, can can I ride on your back? And Elagos yeah. goes, you know, verily so. Uh, so what I what I will give you, Susan, is um, you can make a survival check at a difficulty of I will give you fifteen instead of twenty because Elagos is presumably easier because he's much more willing than your average mount. Oh my gosh, that's a survival check. Um, yeah. However, failing that only means it take, takes a move action instead of a free action. So okay. it's a small so benefit to you. To put. Him, it's just whether or not I can make the intimidate this round. No, it's only whether you have a move action as well. If you don't care about that, then don't bother bottling the check. Oh, okay. Well, I, I just want to get on to the intimidate. Cool. Round action. Intimidate's not a full round action. Okay. Well, if it's not, then I'll I'll do both. Okay. So I'll I'll, I'll um Elagos, can I get onto your back? Really so proud, Minstrel. Haha, Excellent. <laughs> Silver gets on top of his back, and he takes this very very opportune time um, to do a, an intimidate check on everybody who can hear, which is pretty much everyone here, I assume. Probably just the assassins. I don't know if you can intimidate gargoyles or mantises. Oh, I wouldn't be able to in- intimidate the gargoyles. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're both intelligent thinking creatures. Oh, sweet. Okay, okay roll a burden. Okay, so that's the intimidate. And what I have is listen up, all you red mantis assassins. Silver's going to pull out a red mantis assassin armor and throw it on the ground with a... Actually, he probably doesn't need to do that since he's on top of a wyvern. Yeah, yeah. It, it, um, you, you're doing a Daenerys Targaryen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> you're all not leaving this camp with your armor on. Every single one of you are going back to your boss as a corpse. And do you know why? We have de- defeated Rikshasa, unholy abominations of Urgothoa, the Black Veil, and the Great Trials of, Sin- of the Cinderlands. We are the dragon marked of Corvosa, and we are going to liberate Casavon of his life. Your mark will not stand in our way. So which one of you is going to be first? Intimidate. Who are? The women rules. Really? I've got like a two on my intimidate roll? A one? Oh. That's so I think you got a bit of a bonus there. So? You could fumble that. I'm going to re-roll that because that's shit. Um, well, you might want to wait to see how you end up first. So no, but it's rounds, right? Okay, go to. Well, like, okay. Well, if, if you want to tell me. So for starters, this is fight with fear. Yes. Yes. Which is all foes within thirty feet of you. So that is going to exclude the four mantises and the purple gargoyles. But it's going to hit the other. It's going to hit a bunch of people. Yes, right? yes, it is. Uh, at which point I need to turn around and roll a crap load of saves. Okay, so... Uh, just the downside to having this many opponents. Yep, yep. Yep. It, it is. Yeah, I made my speech thinking that I wasn't going to be on top of a wyvern. <laughs> Obviously you planned poorly. Eight, nine. You did a good job coming up with the that was That was a cool speech. I figured I needed to say something. Yeah, but it was it was nice. I intimidate on top of my wife. Be first, a good closer. Three, four, two, three, 
before. I wouldn't be surprised if um, what ends up happening is like, um, yeah, there's the Dragon Marcteros of Cavosa. You know, they have a wyvern. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's completely disassociated it from, you know, the nice old elf who's there. Yeah, yeah, that, that, there was this elf standing around the campsite. Also, the Dragon Marcteros of Cavosa have a wyvern now. So yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I think with yeah. those rolls, I do need to to re-roll my my thing. Well, so far, I'm not really, I'm you're failing. A bunch of them are failing. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, is every time I go over their DC by a certain number of points, I can make them disabled for well, not disabled, but like only have one action for uh, each round. Like each time I I cap them, I get an um, I take yeah, an extra yeah. round off them. But anyway, Susan, I don't think it's worth it. You're kicking ass. You're scary even when you fumble. Yeah. I think I think um, this is a big nasty fight. I think you've, you've you've done really well. Like only a couple, only like one person is no two people have saved. Like um, you'll want your fate points for for stuff later on. How much how much of a bonus do I get for being on top of the scary dragon? Uh, you may not get a circumstance bonus. No, you may just look no, this no. Alagos gets a size bonus to intimidate, but oh, he's okay. doing other things. Oh. I, if I get a size bonus to intimidate, I can try to assist. Yes, but you'd have to spend your actions roaring and threatening and things. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, that's true, and I already used my action to turn into the wyvern. Yeah, yeah. I do kind of want to spend my hero card. Okay, no one's stopping you. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. hero card is now two. Like, I, I, I really feel like it'd be really good for this moment to have a proper intimidate check. Well, that's okay, so much more. Just that. keep off the hero card on your character sheet. Okay, so that was an eighteen. I rolled an eighteen on that. That's decent. Yeah, forty-two is indeed better than twenty-five. They are shaken for fifty, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, four, respectively. Six rounds. Five. Six rounds. Excellent. Different, di- different for each one. I'm punching it into their things. Yeah. Six, five, five. Uh, come on, do the thing properly. Yeah, I want them to. I want them to have fear before they go back to their boss. Well, it's about to be the red guy's chance to attack, so that'll be handy. Yeah, they'll only get to be able to do one attack. I think it's mover or attack, isn't it? No, that's I don't even know what you're talking about, too. Susan. Would you like me to copy and paste Fight with Fears? You can see what it does. Well, it does shake in. I've forgotten what you're talking about. Yeah, shake in minus two to attack. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, and it'll be for rounds rather than just the one. Okay, and... Five. Four. Four. Cool, I'm done. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, um, the red mantis traumatized, and now it's the red red mantis assassins. Yes. All right, we've got a plan the here. And plan one is kill Garen while we're flanking him. So the one that is in front of Garen will have a rip at you. Yeah. Good luck, sir. And with both his sort of sabers flashing out, he will... Remember, inspire courage. Everyone. Yeah, but that's Garen's attacks, not for the I red know. man. 
I know. Unless you changed sides and not told us. <laughs> Ooh. Nice. Uh, so, yes, one of those attacks hits and deals you because it is sneak attack. A bit terrible rolls of two, 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 one, and one. So 13 points total to you. Okay. What do the other three want to do with their lives? A fine question, Shore and Begora. They're contemplating deeply. I imagine that one by the tent wants to set it on fire. I imagine uh, the one by the wyvern wants to let somebody else be the one who t- takes out the contract uh, on the wyvern. Sorry, that's... <laughs> that, um, yeah. yeah, it is a 29 because it goes up by two and then down by two because I haven't got the flanking or the shaking in there. Um, okay, so... And Jack, one moves up in your general direction and, unable to reach you, begins to stroke the two sabers together with a thrumming metallic, fascinating noise. And can you make me a will save? Yay, we love this, don't we? So you stare hypnotized at it, but not all that hypnotized. <laughs> I'm going That was a great will save. Yep. Mm-hmm. See, I waited to say that until after I saw what I'd roll. Because <laughs> I had daft. Alright. So that's two of them doing things, so there's two left. Yep. Uh, the shiny one is going to cast something on himself. And then go 5, 15, 25, 30, 30. And then with great rapidity sort of runs around here using a lot of speed. We called it, didn't I? He doesn't want to fight the wyvern. But <laughs> or the terrifying guard on top of the wyvern. Yes. Is not quite fast enough to get to Lucy even at his ex- excessive <laughs> speed without provoking from Elgos and Silver. He goes around the long way to avoid doing so. So hang on, what spell did he cast? Did he do a running spell or an invisibility spell? He didn't turn invisible. He starts, he casts something and then he moves incredibly quickly, so. Yeah. Possibly so, like, um, something that increased his speed. Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of haste, maybe. Yeah. Oh, it's just retreat. Yeah. Alright, then it's just the red guy by the... T- yep. Uh, and he will set a tent on fire. Yeah. They've definitely got a cunning plan involving these tents on fire. Yeah. And then 5, 15... Aside from ruining the Sharante's property. Yeah. True. Which is rude, yeah. He will it is rude. Not ruder than interrupting Amalia Isaflame's actual funeral. He will set a tent on fire and move up. Get And then it is Team Gargoyle. Right. Team heavily injured Gargoyle. <laughs> well, only the purple ones are heavily injured and these are the black ones. Yep, it's Team, oh. it's team Non-Injured Gargoyle first. True them. Yeah, pretty confident. If they're going to be drawing the gargoyle aggro, Elagos. 
Yeah. Dink. 5, 10, wow. 15, 20, 25, Yeah, thank 30, you for 35. turning into a wyvern, Alagos. Cool. So the last one reaches you but does nothing. Um, the other three close on the wyvern, and all of them, all three of them, provo- all four of them, in fact, provoke attacks of opportunity from you, uh, but not Silver, who does not benefit from your extended reach. Ah, okay. Because I am having to do this manually rather than do my character sheet. Yeah, you you don't have combat re- reflexes, I presume. I've got no. hover and multi attack. Yeah, no. I don't think so you you, you you pick one and pick attack. one of them and have a free shot, basic melee shot at it, just a single attack. There was a lot of claws. Mm. On the other hand, most of them are going to miss. Mm-hmm. Meredith, you still with us? Oh, that's definitely a hit. Okay, so you hit <laughs> one, <laughs> shockingly. So... <laughs> Doing all the damage manually, can you say? Uh, yeah. 46 plus 9? Yep. I bite him. <laughs> oh, you were a hungry boy. Alright, Elgos. You rolled really poorly. Elgos bites an Ashwin gargoyle. Yeah. But it's all gonna be, it's all gonna get discounted because they have 20 DR. No, they have 10 really? DR. Oh, well that's something. Yeah, so this does less than Elagos is expecting. You reach in with your wyvern bite and just maul the crap out of the first one. Um, and as you are biting at him, he slashes at your neck with a 25 to hit, which may or may not hit you. The other ones will doubtlessly miss horribly. Um, and his stone skin deflects some of the blow, but otherwise you bite into him. So, does that 25 hit you? Uh, no. 27. Oh. Okay, all three gargoyles miss. Wow. Amazing. Jack, you're up. Okay. Uh... And Jack's hands move, and seven Jacks appear. Yay! How are you going to put seven Jacks on the thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> seven Jacks take up the space of a five-foot area. Yeah. Um, and she's going to stay right where she is. There's a gu- I was going to do something to help Garen, but there's an assassin nearly up to me, so I'm... Solving that problem. Fair enough. There we are. Thank you. 
Garen. Okay. Presuming Jack doesn't want to move. No, Jack's good there. Cool. I'm enjoying the absence of a huge amount of gargoyles dive-bombing me. And the gargoyles have now dropped to ground level, basically, to engage Elagos. Cool. Okay, so it's a plus two moral bonus from the song. Yep. Uh, Garan's going to activate his uh, flaming weapon. He's going... He's going to do a full attack, and on the first attack, he's going to smite evil. Cool. Oh, um, just while you're rolling that, um, yep. does that mean I did an extra two damage to that gargoyle? Indeed it does, and as you say it, I have put it into his hit points. Thank yeah. you. Okay, so... So just remember to add five to all the attack rolls, Jared. Yep. Cool, easy done. Temporary bonuses. Okay, let's see if this works. And do you want the undamaged assassin or the damaged one? Um, well, the one that's between me and... Uh, the one that's been flanked? Bonus. Cool, yep. Yep. So, okay. So... Oh, I think he is dead. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> like what he used some of the full attacks on oh. the survivor. <laughs> if, the, if the injured guy goes... If the one between you and breaks with flies goes down on the first oh. round, you may want to... Sweet Lord, he's going to have a bad oh. day. Okay, so... Oh, God, because you also need to include the damage from the, from the smites. And the song. will get multiplied. Yep. So that's another third... Okay, yep. The <laughs> so... Garen, you turn, and is there a battle cry of Sarenrise power here? <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, what, what would be a good cry? Um, Let you be judged for your evil deeds. <laughs> oh, that Sarenrise lights Gaija for Asma. And you bring the earth shaker down and there is just a crunch as armor dents, shatters, you push very briefly through bone and flesh and then there is the traditional puff of red mist as the assassin inside disappears altogether, killed so quickly the body doesn't hit the floor before it dissipates. <laughs> wow, oh gosh. We did. Then, you, then you turn your two attacks on the, on the next one. <laughs> Because you've got the other guy in range, so you just turn around and put, put the other two bits of full attack into him. Hit him twice. Yep. Uh, and then add a plus four to that for the bard song. Yep. Uh, yeah. Plus two for the bard song. There's no flanking bonus, yep. and there's no bonus for... Yeah, no, no, you, you hit him with both of them anyway, so eight, eleven, uh, seventeen is twenty-six. Thirty-two. And thirty-four damage total to the other guy, who is still standing but not looking happy about it. Nice. Oh, that is Garen's turn. Yep. Any volunteers to close with Tamili and flank Garen? Anyone? <laughs> All right. Hey, you dread guy at the back. You know you want to be the next guy to flank Garen. In the. Sure. <laughs> Uh, in the upper left-hand corner, um, four more fiendish mantises creep through the tents and the village and basically appear where they are on the map. And then 
We are on to the next event. So Telmar breaks with thighs, having rammed the assassin with the lance somewhat redundantly, having watched Garen just obliterate it. So yes. That was a, she contributed to Garen's hitting it every time. Cries out, ay yeah, 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 in Chiante, and then charges off into the battle again. Nice. And disappears, and we get round two's special effect. Uh, oh, cool. Who is closest to this evil, sinister thing? No, goody. I believe... That would be Lucy. Hey, Lucy, give me a perception. Give me a perception check. Oh no! Okay. Ah! And a difficulty of twenty-one. This time. I could not make that. Yeah, she didn't know tonight. No, I did not notice anything. Okay, so this wounded Shawante here. Oh. Comes staggering towards you. Um, oh no! Muttering, uh, hey, Intel Dane. Then, as he approaches, ah. reaches into his cloak, oh, and you see behind the wraps of spirit, shing, out comes a blade, and it is another Red Mantis assassin in secret disguise. Ah, oh, my gosh. Uh, and only the first one of these is relevant. I don't know how to separate them. Uh, so 21 to hit your flat-footed AC, because you are surprised yeah. by this. You're expecting a Shawante. Yeah, that hits. And then 20 points of damage as you were sneak attacked as well. I'm not looking so good. So he staggers towards you, sort of falls slightly into your arms, and then the face twists with a slight smile, and you hear the... <laughs> and the hum of a saw cutting across your ribs. Oh, my God. So that's, that, was it 20 points, did you say? 20 points, yeah. 5 points of damage, 15 of sneak attack. It's the first uh, attack okay. there. Jared, just yes. a note. Yes. If you want to roll individual attack rolls, you just need to, uh, click on the, um, particular attack in the attack block instead of the weapon name. How's that? Okay, it was, with oh, my nice. one, it says Earthshaker as the weapon name. Yep. I clip on that. That does all the attacks and all the damage. Yeah. If I want to do a single attack, I go a bit more to the right where the various attacks, like plus 15, plus 10, plus 5 are. And then I just click one of those and it gives a single attack. Yeah, like that. But it doesn't roll the damage. No, well, no. You just get the damage no, that's, that's, that's fine. My one's set up differently because they're all just NPC character sheets. Okay. So. Anyway, oh. moving on. Good enough, good enough. And that is the second round event. Yep. Yeah. Bad things. Round three that begins. Yep. She's quite hurt. Yep. The battle rages on and we see Nakota putting Magical arrow after magical arrow after magical arrow into a gargoyle and it falls out of the sky. And he turns, standing heroically in front of the group of Shantae children, and the staggering gargoyle rips his shirt clean off, then collapses from its wounds and dies. <laughs> so Nakoda's doing nothing heroic. Nakoda, you're, you're contributing to the eye candy. Yeah, that's the way it happens. <laughs> He's great. He's keeping it real. Yep. 
Who do you guys set our rating? Yeah. Okay, so two reasonably slow lumbering mantises lumber slowly towards Jack. Two come yep. up on Garin and both endeavour to hook him. Uh, and they will activate their amazing power of smite good. Oh, whoa. Oh. What? Are these some creatures? Uh, yes, they are indeed. Then I'm immune to them because I have protection from evil up. Cool. They don't, <laughs> they don't know that. <laughs> Excellent. Yes, I am um ninety nine point five percent sure they are summoned, but let me just Well it's definitely worth checking because it's gonna have a pretty big impact on the battle. Uh yep, as if they had been summoned by summoned monster, blah blah blah. Cool. Yep, I'm immune. Yep. So they step in and endeavour to smite you. <laughs> And the claws seem to hit some sort of field that they cannot penetrate, and in so much as the mantises can, they look confused and go, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> and that's Team Mantis, Team Alagos. Yeah. Um, Women is gonna leap into the air. Yep. Um, I'm going to get attacks of opportunity from um, the gargoyles. Yep. But basically what I want to do is leap into the air, um, fly really fast towards Lucy. Yep. Um, pick Lucy up, throw her on my back, and then get airborne again. Oh, I've yes. 150 feet of fly, and oh, I think you may want to use my, uh, yes. use my one to pick her up and get her off the ground so she can cast from uh, above. Makes sense. You'll I think that... Sorry, go. No, you go, Helen. I was just going to say, I think that's going to provoke from the gargoyles and the assassins. Uh, she's only engaged with one assassin. Yeah, but... so you will provoke from all the gargoyles and the one assassin she's engaged with. I'm fine with that. Yep. Um... I've got hit points to lose, she doesn't. Lucy, there are concentration checks associated with casting while you are on something, but they're only 15, so I imagine you'll smash them fairly easily. Oh, yeah. Um, cool, so you don't need to worry about that. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to save her getting stabbed. <laughs> now, where, where are you putting all these people? Uh, uh, Lucy, um, the guy, the, 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 the woman basically grabs Lucy as gently as possible with one claw and sort of kind of uh, throws her back to get caught by Silver. Or Silver could pick her up. Yeah, so I'm kind of imagining the like the romantic thing where like uh, Sil- Silver kind of grabs her around the waist kind of thing. Okay. And then yeah, getting back up into the air so that mid mantises aren't in in range of stabbing. Sure. So do I have to make rolls for doing that, or am I just um? Uh, no, because you can trivially pick Lucy up. You're most you're mostly getting a crapload of rolls made against you. <laughs> so. So now we're about here in the air. With um, do you want to move yourself? Um, yep. Susan. 
27, aren't they? Yeah, 27. Poor little gargoyle. One of them hit? No, because he only gets to make one of those attacks. And it's oh. going to be the first one. Yeah. Oh. So he misses you. So they all miss you. I Every zoom! <laughs> Thank you, Grandpa. Yay! <laughs> Thou art most welcome! <laughs> well, you were a little further away from the wyvern. Yeah, yeah, okay, I've got my mirror images of my not getting killed strategy. Uh, uh, Jack's just having wyvern riding envy. <laughs> It's pretty badass. Yeah, well, I, it, it, it really is. I'm just, um, I'm just looking forward to the the two spellcasters on my back doing their attacks on their turn from the safety of Wyvern. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's me. Yeah, I I don't know about safety. Well, so, yeah, but he's granting at least partial cover, surely. Yeah, yeah, but the problem is, um, because you're not holding on to any of them, you've now got two people on your back. With no, with no sort of saddles or anything like that. Yeah. Um, once you start doing tricky stuff, they're gonna end up needing to make ride checks because you are not actually able to hold them on you. Yeah, well you right don't... now I'm just sort of hovering, I'm not like engaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Lucy, how bad is your hit points? I'm on, I'm hit, I'm sitting at 19. Out of? Out of, um, 51. Fifty-one. Ooh. Okay, give me a sec. I will help out. Um. Uh, sure, but there are several turns in the intervening. Uh, well, I'm straight after Lucy. Oh, yes, okay. It's not Lucy's turn. It was Aligos's turn. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Lewis, cool. Lewis Essence, and then Lucy. I got and confused. It's all good. I was yeah. doing Lucy-related things, so it yeah. makes sense. Okay, so. One will step to flank Garen and full attack him, because why not? Uh, weedly, weedly, wee. Uh, those are all exactly what they say, so the 25's the best one. No way close. The shaking is helping Susan. Yeah, well, they're, they're, it's effectively eating the flank, so. Yeah. Uh, Except Tanta Light. Uh, they will... I am really curious about what their cunning tent plan is. Well, you'll just have to wait and find out, won't you? Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh, this one back here by the fire will rapidly pull out his longbow and fire two shots into the air at Elagos. Funk, funk. The first, of, the first of which will hit you. Yep. Oh. With a thirty-one, and yep, fail to confirm the crit on a nineteen. Yay. So, uh, is I'm not sure how to read that. Uh, so it's one point of damage. Uh. Oh, it's a long ball, so it's probably got some strength. That's what I'm just working out. Uh. Tiddly, tiddly, tee. Sorry, I have to keep digging up the various character sheets for this. Yeah, there's a lot going on, Gia. Cool. We don't judge you. Yep, that is one point of damage to you, Elagos. 
as it sort of just pierces through a soft membrane and winging it out the other side without really doing much. Yeah, what that's telling you is when he rolls 1d8, he rolls a 1. When he rolls 3d8 for his confirmed crit, he rolls a 5, 2, and a 3. But as he didn't confirm the crit... Yeah. Shamoy. How many rounds can you stay alive in? Uh, it's, um, 11 minutes. Oh, sweet. Okay, never mind. So, then. forever. Yeah. Okay, it's so that shoots, um, Alagos. The other guy shoots at Alagos. The other guy, um, fights Garen. Is that all the blue ones? Or is there, oh yeah, there's a third blue one way up there. Um, yep. He's set a tent on fire. And then, he is. 5, 10, 15, uh, will also do the same. Nope. A longbow fires. Lucy then silver. Yeah. What's she doing, Lucy? Alright, uh, Okay, um, I'm, I'm in the air. Yep, so for starters... If you make the concentration check, you could remove the purple gargoyles as an equation. Yeah, um... Uh, for starters, give me a survival check to stay on the wyvern. Okay, survival is not good. Oh, okay, I rolled good. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was awesome. This is not yeah. stunningly difficult, but it's difficult enough because Alagos is not... Um, just a mindless beast who's trying to get this thing off his back. But it's, it's, you know, it's not easy. So, um, if I want to cast a spell, I have to do the concentration check first. Uh, correct, but it's only a difficulty of 15, so if you can make that, you don't need to bother. Okay, I, well, I got plus 13. Cool, so you do need to roll. Yeah, so I do need to roll. Yep, cool. I roll 20 for that. And I, um... If you can make some of those three monsters at the back don't have anybody nearby them and will be a problem when they come down. Yeah. Uh, or all the, all the gargoyles that are um. Yeah, there's us. gargoyles that's near us, right? Yeah, that's true, and an assassin up there. In fact, yeah. several assassins. Yeah, I'm going to try to hit these gargoyles just above us on the map. So. Oh, there we are. Hey, there are actually rules for this. Uh, Elagos, you have hit your maximum capacity based on your size at present. Oh, two two people good. can be on you anymore. You'll have to get difficult. So I can sense. get all of those cargoes that are... Um, are they blue? Those ones. The purple ones or the yeah. grey ones? So the grey ones are near us, the purple ones the, are... The grey oh. ones near us. And what are you trying to hit them with? Um, with the uh, fireball? Yep, that should be. Can I get them all? I think I, I should be able to. Let's see if we can move the amazing fireball template here. Yeah. <laughs> Wee, there's a gargoyle coming with it. Free <laughs> uh, gargoyle. Anytime you move the template. Well, I think we'd actually be quite happy to move the injured gargoyle, but I suspect yes, going to put you, that. You are close to shaving Jack in the process, but not <laughs> actually doing so. <laughs> Yep. Uh, could you get the blue mantis assassin as well? Um, missing one of the gargoyles. Yeah. Yeah. And the mantis assassin's better at dodging fireballs than the gargoyles probably are. 
Yeah. So I'll, I'll try to get the gargoyles. Cool. So, um, that that looks good. Yep. You, uh, you hit all four so, gargoyles. Yeah. Um, I'll do my um, wild magic check. Ah, sorry. I, I was I was selecting my icon and it was covering the fourth gargoyle. Cool. Okay, that's a pass. Woo-hoo. Yay! I'm, I'm going good with the fireball. <laughs> She doesn't play me today. Thank goodness. Yeah, and wanted to roll at this time for reflex saves. Yep. Ooh. One pass. One oh. passes. The others do not. Yeah. Uh, so that is fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. And, hey, is it the one that Elagos bit that passed? Uh, yes, actually, it is. Good for him. Because I'm tending to do them in order of where they're rolling down the screen. Yeah. Uh, gargoyle is. They're fine. <laughs> They're a little crispy, but they're otherwise fine. How are you? No, no, the DR does nothing. It applies against weapon damage. (laughs) So horrible fire engulfs them, and all four gargoyles stagger and spin, flying as they are just a little off the ground. Uh, This this particular one here. Looks very tough indeed, like he's taken on Alagos and he's taken on the others and he's all good. Lucy laughs maniacally. Alright, and Silver. Okay. Uh, you two can also move around on any of Alagos's squares if that helps you reach things or whatever. Yeah, um, but so you can't step off Alagos without falling to the ground, obviously. Um, I want to cure serious, cure serious wounds on Lucy. Sure. Serious. Well, yeah, because I've got Cure Light and Cure Serious. I don't have Cure Moderate. Yep, so... <laughs> and I, I take it you probably would rather a Cure Serious than a Cure Light? No, so, um, yeah. Survival check. Survival check? Yeah, to stay on, otherwise I fall no, on my I face. Um, I think I might fall on my face. Cool. <sighs> Let's see if I do. I do. I fall on my face. Nope. <laughs> oh. No, that's not. A, what does a fail check mean? Uh, you haven't failed. You don't fail. You haven't failed your check. I did a, sub, I did a survival roll. Yes. Yes. And you yeah, beat yeah, your difficulty of five. Roll. Oh, Give I thought it was a fifteen. Okay. No. That's oh, the concentration oh. check. Is fifteen. Ah, okay. Which you're now about to make. Yes. Okay. Yes, you need to make concentration. Because you are on Elagos's back, and even while he's, even while Elagos is hovering relatively steady, he's still like moving up and down slightly, like being on a moving horse or whatever. So, so Lucy, are you saying that you don't need a that a curious serious a curious light is going to be fine for you? Well, um, I got a mix. Okay, I'm down about um. Two thirds of your hit points. You want the cure serious? Yeah. Um, plus ten. Yeah. That long on you. Okay, six point two hit points. Oh, oh, oh crap! On one of those dice. Wow. Okay. Yay! Thank you. No worries. Uh, and Elagos, can I have how high up you are? Um, I kind of just went up, like. Uh, I have to bring that. So I, I was on the ground. I took to the air, like I don't know, maybe like twenty uh, feet, thirty yeah, feet, what, probably thirty feet. Cool. 
Because I I want to be out of range of like people jumping up and yeah, smacking. Yeah, yeah. which which you are theoretically still in range of, but they'd have to be phenomenal Olympic athletes. Yeah. And you don't want to probably don't want to go any higher because if one of them does fall off your back, it's going to be a bit nasty. Yeah. Cool. So then it is red mantis. Oh, that's my head. Yes, they are going okay. under you. Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we can layer. Excellent. You look like you're hugging the red mantis now, hugging them with your teeth and claws. <laughs> Eating is the word you're looking for. They stand under you on the ground, Elagos, and wave their sawtooth sabers at you, which seems somewhat pointless because they obviously can't engage you with them. But they begin to swirl them in this pattern and trill them off each other, producing odd sounds. Uh, and you need to give me two will saves. I'm assuming you can do a will save very easily. There we go, that's two will saves. Cool. And... You are sort of very vaguely hypnotized by this and sort of blink a couple of times looking at it, but are not drawn deeply into it. Uh, the within part of my brain is like, shiny food? <laughs> it does have one of the sparkly ones. Do, do what I want, not what I tell you. <laughs> Yeah, so the Ash, Ashling. Oh, what's that? That's the GM rolling. Okay, so Jack, the Red Man's assassin by you with ease tumbles and rolls around you without provoking. Yep. And then takes a shot at you. Cool. Uh, so shall I roll the D8? Yeah, why not? Okay, eight, eight hits me. Oh, no, is he is he full attacking? Or? No, just the first one. No, just, cool. So, eight hits me. Okay, one of my images goes pop. Cool, so now you have six. Yep. Okay, so... One, two, three... Teedly, 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 tee... Let's attack Garen again. Because that's what Garen's there for. Take all the damage for the entire party. I'm standing on the ground distracting assassins. Now, I have a question. Yep. Since Garen knows that the Mantises cannot possibly hurt him, yep. do they still provide a flanking bonus? Yes, actually. Because you've still got claws and shit whipping in front of your face. They are still capable of threatening you and interfacing with you. Uh, so, so much as distracting. One of those guys critted you. Uh, no. In fact, it's a 31 to hit and a 20 to confirm the crit. So it's an unconfirmed oh, right. crit for uh, 12 points of damage. Because they, they do get a sneak attack because they are flanking with the red mat with the fiendish mantis. Shit, 12 points of damage. Yep. So you're occupying two fiendish mantis and all they can do is flank you. <laughs> it's team red. Yeah, Gargoyle are totally smart enough for this. So. Yeah, I think Garen's doing his job in tying up four different enemies. 
Yeah. The wyvern's certainly contributing in that area as well, however. Cool. Yep. And it's not full of the gargoyles getting to melee because now Elagos can start biting, picking them off. Okay, Elagos, another gargoyle provokes from you. Oh, yep. Cool. Uh, eat it! Eat it! You arbitrarily target one of the most injured ones, presumably. Yep. Uh, and Silver, a gargoyle will provoke from you. So, uh, Jared. Yes. This is gonna, this is gonna look, um, like hubris. But I'm gonna make my damage roll first and then see if I hit. Just because I've already set up the damage roll here and it's sure, sure. probably to reset it. Yeah, yep. So that's the roll. And then okay. Okay, so one falls out of the sky as Alagos bites into it. Badly wounded and burnt severely. Um, The second one flies in and weaves under Alagos's wings and claws and things, reaches out towards Silver and flies straight towards you, claws up, right through your totem spear range, and you slash and swing out, and because your totem spear is magic, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) Down he goes. Really? Yep. Is it a magic weapon to be able to damage them? No, they've got DR. Yeah, but the, to, to bypass the DR. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, I can fight these things in. Cool. Uh, well, now that they've flown up to you, you can start spearing them, I suspect, although you may be too close to them. And, and the other two get to attack Elagos. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Because uh, that's worked out so well from them in the past. No, that's not what they're doing. Uh, uh, technically speaking, Lucy gets attacks of opportunity as well, although I don't imagine she's in any position to take them. Also, if you don't have a magic weapon, there's no point. You swing at them, your knife bounces off. Uh, they try and grab you. Oh, grab. grab you. They're going to oh. yank you off Elagos's back and drop you. Excellent. Good well, thing Silver Speed is around killing you. Yeah. They know they can't, um, they know they can't get, they, they know they can't hurt Elagos in any meaningful fashion. Um, so they want the person what is killing them instead of the person what they oh cannot God. kill. Right. Uh, so. So. Well, we all know how spellcasters excel at those. Oh yeah. So that's versus your touch AC, does that hit you? Hot chasey uh, is 15. Yep. They both hit. Uh, it doesn't matter if the second one does or not, because the first one's going to do their thing first. No, that's the opposed grapple check. Okay, so um, that's my strength, is it? No, uh, that's your grapple, which is a... Should exist on your character sheet somewhere? Does it? Let's have Yeah, a I would think so. <laughs> uh, CMB is what you were looking for. Oh, Next yeah, to your we'll base attack bonus. Oh, okay. For combat yeah, maneuver yeah. bonus. Which is what's oh, okay. a find a character sheet. So. Oh. Yank! So close. Yeah, yeah so you close. actually nearly made that, which I think is impressive. Uh, 
Well, the Wyvern writing plan gave you one sweet round of fireballing your enemies from on high. Uh, now, yeah. Now so it's not going to be quite so pretty. Can you take six damage as he sort of bite, grabs you and hooks into you with a claw? Yep. And he is now grappling you. Uh, and the other one will just try and hit you because there's not much he's going to be able to do in a grapple. Uh, so... Uh, and I don't need to do my fancy smitzy rolling for this because I have my thing gummy. Mr. Gargoyle. Claw. 22 for 4 damage if that hits you. Definitely a good time to spend your round healing Lucy. Yeah. Yeah. So 22. Oh, yeah, that hits. And then Jack Van Garen. Cool. Okay, so surrounded the is the um is this um mantis in melee with me? Uh, yes, absolutely. Cool. I figured it would be because Okay, so surrounded by melee opponents, Dr- Jack abandons her spellcasting plan, and having already drawn her rapier in the first round, will stab ab her um human vein rapier at this um hopefully human that I'm fighting. Is the Red Mantis assassin human? Oh, yes. Good for him. Treasure so I can't sneak attack. So, um, that is a 24 to hit him. Yep. And then, um, I get some extra damage, which I will just roll now. Cool. Um... So that is... Eleven total? Uh, plus two. Thirteen. Plus two. Um, so, um, Go eight. Fifteen total. Uh, yes, fifteen total. Yep, got him. You stabs him. Yep. I won't be nearly as effective against the mantises, but I can stab humans. And surrounded by many melee opponents, that's about all I got going on. Um, and then actually I will five foot step out of the flank. Cool. No problem. Being by Mantis is not appealing, not appealing to me. Garrett. Um, they'll all around and flank me, but they'll have to actually walk to get there. Garrett will full attack. He'll start with the one that's the Mantis assassin that's already injured. And if there's any leftover attack after that, he'll go for the uninjured one. Sure. Yeah, those mantises aren't going to have so much fun flanking you without actual opponents. Ooh! Someone's having a two crits in the same battle. Nice. Someone's going to have a bad day. All right, so his his face disintegrates on the second of the two blows, and then you then you aim the third one at the blue assassin. Wait, the second uh, one hit. You do. It was on. Oh yes, sorry, you're quite right. Uh, yeah, the first one hits, the second one misses, the third one hits, but that's not a confirmed crit because that's telling you you've got 17 to confirm your crit. Okay. Which misses? Uh, Remember, I got the plus two from Song. Yeah. Yep. So 19. Still, still misses. 
Uh, however, the non-crit will be enough to kill him anyway, so... Nice. Boom. Yep. One more down. Okay. That's going. Alrighty. Um, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. Well, that's cool. It does a little break in between, so you can tell the difference between normal damage and crit damage. Okay, and these fiendish mantises that are coming in seem to abandon their efforts to move stealthily, slowly, and quietly, and just sprint in, going at really fast speeds. Dick, 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 dick. And that is them. We all make a check. Yes, indeed. As they have now come within useful range. Uh, same again, it is a difficulty of 21. Check. Yeah, well, I rolled it, but fortunately, yeah, I didn't roll one. Yep, and you rolled amazing. <laughs> yep, I pointed that. We have a strawberry head lady. Yay! Yeah, so. It's a mantis mantis of strawberry. Yes, you perceive that that mantis has a crippled claw. Cool. Good to know. Probably not a lot I can do about it at the moment, but I do know that. (laughs) Paint the targets. (laughs) Now, how are you and and or Elagos planning on signaling that on to people? Well, Jack... um, Jack's over... Um, I, I imagine. Yeah, I can signal and thieves can't, but I can't see that being picked up on by people. It's not like anyone is standing near me. Yeah. Also, what are the odds that the red mantis speak thieves can't? Oh yeah, yeah pretty like pretty so, good. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not going to signal that. Cool. I don't want to alert her that I've identified her. I'm. I'm gonna say. Which is, it's that one over there, that's her, to Silver and Eggman, which yeah. is an obscure language yeah. that we both speak. Yeah, that, that seems like better odds. And um, Silver is sitting right next to Lucy, so he can just whisper in her ear. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah. And Garen's kind of not going to be doing anything about it anyway, because he's beating our enemies, a huge part of our enemies, methodically to death. <laughs> He's very good at that. Yes, he is. I'm so proud of him. I like the summon creature immunity because those mantises would definitely be hurting you if it wasn't for that. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Thing is, as soon as I attack one of them, then that particular one will be able to attack me. But at least this yeah. way, I can funnel them. Yeah. Alrighty. And then we are on to... There would be so many rounds they last anyway. I don't know how they've been summoned, but... True. 
you are dimly aware that the Red Masked Assassins receive basically special training in summoning them. Right. I.e. it's part of their um capacities. It works it works just like a summoning spell, they will sooner or later vanish, but um Yeah. But it's longer than usual. Okay, well this should be um sad and briefly amusing. Uh you begin to see the points of the fire as out across the greater battlefield a bunch of gargoyles come sweeping past with barrels and flasks and begin chucking them into the flames. And there are several booms as fires explode in large explosions around them, as they're clearly chucking oil or alchemical quickfire or some such thing in. Uh, however, as they can perceive that nobody here is standing particularly close to anything that's on fire, they're not going to bother chucking them into here. Because <laughs> they are only going to hit their own troops and none of you. They will, however, chuck one at Alagos and Lucy and Silver, who all need to make a save or get drenched in oil which is not in itself going to do anything. Now, Elagos, you have two choices. You can make this reflex save, which will then provoke other people to have to make survival checks on top of you, or you can just stay still and get hit. Do I vaguely know how much this is going to hurt? Like, vaguely? Uh, It's not going to do any... It's going to cover you in oil. It's not going to hurt you at all, unless it's followed up with by fire. Okay, then I'll stay still. Cool. Splat, you are covered in oil. Silver is not. Shouldn't it be a reflex save rather than a dex check? Yes, it should. I did dexterity, did I? Um, Yeah. So try doing a reflex save for it. And Lucy, you need to do this as well. You make that chick while grappled? Yep. You can make reflex saves while you're unconscious because the rules are occasionally ridiculous. Okay. Yeren, are you making your reflex oh, save? Oh, yeah, I am. Just... Yep. So you guys leap out of the way of the oil. It slides and slips all over Alios's back. Can I do that while I'm grappled? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> As you basically twist and turn and try yeah. and get out from under the gargoyle. Uh, in the greater battle, the wolf clan quietly duck low to the ground and begin to vanish away, making various stealth checks and hiding from the battle that is going on here. Team Fiendish Mantis. Rrr, rrr. They finally reach Jack. Yep. Uh, no. But they cannot flank her. No. But you see no sign of intelligence in there anyway. Yeah. Uh, Are you suggesting that they don't have enough rogue levels? Well, cool. So, would you like me to just roll your, um... D7? Uh, or is it a no, D6 I'm now? Ha- I'm happy to. Cool, so do that twice. Cause yep, so, um, so I'm rolling a D8, and if I roll an 8, 8 it hits me, and if I roll a 1, I roll again? I actually think you can roll a D7, because it's online. Really? Try it. I don't see it on my dice list. Slash no. roll. There we go, a D7, slash roll 1D7. Okay, cool. So the first one hits a... um. 
The first one hits an image and evaporates it, and I'll roll a d6 for the second one. Sure. Um, okay, so six is a hits me. Cool. Two images. You know, two images go pop. As fiendish mantises reach out, pick them up, and claw at them. Yep, and several of the jacks are destroyed. Uh, and Garen, your ones just keep clawing at you, unable to perceive what's happening here. Well, it's just a distraction. Like they have an intelligence of nothing. Yeah, and it's like I picked the spell specifically to help me to survive battles. They can still tell that Garen is alive and moving and their enemy, so they just claw at him. Garen's quite happy to do deal with that. Okay. Team Elagos. Okay, so there's there's several different things I'm thinking I might do here. Yep. Um, I can like uh, full attack the one that's not grappling Lucy. Yep. I can attempt to wrest Lucy out of the grasp of the one that's grappling her. Yep. You can actually full attack the one that is grappling her too. But theoretically, then I full attack her and it drops her. Uh, no, at, pr- at present they are, they are basically wrestling on your back. If you move, then Lucy has only been held up by the gargoyle. There's no way you can take her with you without either grabbing it, grabbing her off the gargoyle or killing the gargoyle first. Okay, so then the best thing to do is full attack the one that's grappling her? Probably. Depends what you want to accomplish, but that seems... Um, I, I'd like things to stop. Yes. Yes, without hover you're fucked because you have to move. Yes, yep. I have cover. Well done. Okay. So, first attack. Yep. Probably misses. I'm assuming. Uh, I wouldn't think. Uh, yes, actually it does, shockingly. So that means I can't do the rest of them because I failed the first one? No, no. You, there's oh, you no connection it. between them. Oh, okay. Sweet. Okay. Yep, so two of those hit. Roll one damage and see if you kill the gargoyle because the other one, you might be able to attack the other gargoyle if you kill the first yeah. one. That's true. So... I missed on the sting. I hit for the bite. So, is the gargoyle grappling Lucy dead? Yep. Yep. And And then you can hit the other one. And then this is talons. Uh, it is still up. That Remembering is... that I've got plus two damage from the yep the thingy. Yep, it so is my courage. It is the super impressive leader of men gargoyle that's taken all the blows and half damages and things. And it's still up. But the important thing is Lucy's no longer being grappled. Correct. Yay. Okay, that's close. Me. Very close. 
So, team. So it's a blue assassins now. Blue assassins. Right, blue assassins. It's time for team blue assassin plan. All right. So, Jack, being as you are aware of where Cinnabar is, you perceive some sort of conversation between her and the blue assassin. Um, yep. Like the. It, it's not noticeable unless you know what you're looking for, but the mantis kind of appears to lean in and make sort of noises and things. Yeah. Um, and then that's him doing a thing. One is murdering Garin. Uh, the other one can't like it up there, so let's shoot Silver with a longbow. Wee. 17, so it's only... Oh, wait, give me a second, you go back. 25, no, that hurts. Six points of damage. Yep, give me a sec. Six points of damage. <laughs> and Garen, I believe those will all miss you. Or possibly the 27 will hit you. Nope. Cool. Oh, um, because he's decided walk the path of righteousness recently. Yeah, he's he's totally the one good aligned assassin. Um, so it's a tw- oh no, because he's shaken. I keep forgetting about the shaken. Yes, he's flanking and shaken, which conveniently means no math is required to be done. Okay. So, what about the other blue guy? Uh, he? Okay. He rummages around under his wraps of spirit robe and comes out with kind of a wooden box that's reasonably large, you know, the size of sort of a um a mid-sized basket or chest or something, um, and calls out loudly to anyone who is listening around him uh, in Teldane, because he doesn't speak a damn word of Shante, um, Shante, hear me! You are harboring murderers and criminals amongst you. Their victim seeks vengeance and opens the box. And there is a sort of vague shimmering mist in the air that coalesces into the form of a very slightly transparent but somewhat solid figure of a man dressed in heroic guards armor. Varric Van Kaskiken. Who basically... Coalesces comes into existence, and that is him. Where is he? Uh, he is next to the assassin. I think I'm going to try and find him a better token, so he's a bit more visible. Oh, yeah, I see. It's the grey thing in front of the assassin. Yeah, yeah well, it's all good, because yeah. it's going to be Lucy and Silver's turn next. Um, Lucy, if you hold action, Silver might put, like, Gargoyle, and then you'd be able to cast spells again. Um, yeah, I was, I can five to step back on. I don't think you can. So, first you need to give me a survival check, because Alagos is rearing up and bucking and kicking and fighting. Oh my god. So that's a ten check now, or something? Survival check. I think it's probably just the same. Yeah. No, now Alagos, now Alagos is doing things. Yeah. 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 Um, a 10 or a 15. It is a 10. So she's fine. 
then so then you, if you choose to move, you may. But at that point, okay. you'll at that point you'll need to make that check again. Oh, okay. Just just to um, move maneuver your ass. Back. Yeah, because it's not like you just get up, stand politely on the back of the immobile dragon, and walk across the ground. It's you've got to buck and roll as Elagos twists and turns in midair. I think holding action until uh, Susan's gone and tried to kill it is probably quite a wise one. Um, ah, you um, can hold action. I was going to cast fly on myself. Oh, well, the, But yeah. then I'll have to do a pre pre Yeah, but you're going to have to make a concentration, concentration check. And you'll get an attack of opportunity. Or she can cast defensively. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay so, um... There's still a lot of rolls, and one of those rolls is going to be a roll to make sure that you don't do wild magic, and I'm a bit nervous about that one. Yeah, but suck it up. It's a good... Silver gets gets to fly instead. What's the problem? Yeah, well... Silver gets fireballed. Um, okay. So, so, to do that, I've got lots of checks, so... In which order, um... Should I do that? Um, so I, um... Do the concentration check first? Uh, yes. Good job on the Varric picture. That's a much more varric picture. Yeah. Oh, I rolled one. And you fail. Oh, oh no. The spell is lost without effect. Okay. Oh, that's sad. You oh, cannot right. concentrate while on the back of a bucking wyvern. When Z talked to you about how you needed yeah. to concentrate in all circumstances, yeah. this was not one of his lessons. He needs to update the lesson plan. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's just... Imagine, if you would, Lucy, that you're on the back of a horse. Now, the beast is somewhat wild and uncontrolled. Your knees are the only thing driving it. If you look down at Elgos, you can't even get your knees into him. Oh, God, what am I doing up here? All right, I've tried. So you, you still have a move if you want it, but... I can't move without the um, survival chick. Cool. Then Silver. Okay, so that has to make a, a survival check. Sorry for moving quickly, guys, but you can sort of see why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our survival check from Silver. Does he fall off? No, he doesn't. Oh, wow, he does really well. Um, okay, so Silver's going to beat the crap out of a out of a, a gargoyle. Don't be I hope twenty-seven should hurt. Oh yes. But also hey, Oh, yes. Oh, do I just beat it? Uh, 17, 11 is 28. I need to on both of those. <laughs> it's squished. Yay! <laughs> you swing your totem spear round, the magical enhancements slash and cut its head off, and the stone body falls out of the air with a thud. Silver turns to Lucian and gives her a, a nod. You're welcome. Yeah. Well done. Because that was making me nervous a little bit. Okay. Then Team Red Assassin. Uh, we'll trill their swords at Lucy and Silver, respectively, provoking will saves from both of you. Oh, oh wow. Now I will 20. 
I roll 14. I'm totally getting hypnotized. <laughs> so, Lucy, your concentration is entirely on staying on the wyvern, <laughs> you know, and thus the trilling noise is inconsequential to you. Uh, let's see. How much do I get my ass kicked? <laughs> Uh, is it that you're doing here? <laughs> Let me just see if this provokes falling off wyverns as you stop paying attention. Uh, my guess would be he falls off the wyvern next round when you, when he would be making his ride check, but I'm just guessing. Uh, Damn it, because if Lucy was the one who failed, I could actually snap her out of it. <laughs> cool. So Silver Silver sort of goes slack and stares down. Uh you've seen Garin do this, so you can snap him you've you've done this too, Garin. You can snap him out of this by spending actions vigorously shaking him effectively. Right. But for the moment Silver is just staring down at the assassin. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jack, you have a problem. Yep. Because yeah. your one steps in, flanks you with the with the fiendish mantis. And lets loose a flurry of strikes. Yep. Ouch. Okay, so, um, the first one is a d5, so hits on a 5. Yep. Let's see if that works. Okay, so the first one hits me. Yep. Um, so I'm gonna need to pause and track hit points as I go here. Sure. Alright, so. But the good news is your mirror images have survived. Minus, uh, 13, uh, 15, minus 15, 16. Cool, I take a hit, um, and then I roll a d5 again. I'm amused that you can roll. Oh, bad luck. Yeah, these things happen. So Um, that's a 12 to confirm the crit, which quite certainly won't do it. No, no, so it's another 10 points of another damage. Another 10 points of damage. Cool. And then the last one, you still need to roll. It'll miss you if it hits you, but it'll pop an image if it hits an image. And it hits an image. Pop. So I go down to three mirror images. Cool. I think that spell's earning its money. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so question about... hit points. Oh, okay. Question about tumble. Um... If I try to tumble and fail, do I provoke and move, or can I not move? Uh, I believe you provoke and move, but let me double check that. Uh, yeah, failure means you provoke normally, because you are actively running and rolling as you make that tumble check. Cool, I need to get out of this kill zone. It is only a difficulty 15, however, so... Yep, you may move whether you will. Cool. So because it's half movement, I can't go that far. So I go like this. Yep. Fall backwards. Um, so Jack tumbles and rolls out of the kill zone, um, comes up on her feet, well, or rather all four Jacks come up on their, fi- their feet, um, and then um, that's the three, three mirror images and the real one. Um, she's been chanting quietly under her breath, and she finishes chanting dramatically 
and a celestial griffin appears on the battlefield right next to the um, first rank of fiendish assassins cool. on the right-hand side. Cool. Nice. As uh, Jack um, summons a celestial griffin. And in, no way, and in no way just cuts Major Imid. The nice thing is the um I'm pretty confident that the mantises are all except for Cinnabar, the mantises are all too dumb. So down it to um That's right, I'm about to give you control of it. Cool. It's just need to give me a moment to drop it on the battlefield. There we go, Jack, you can drive that. Cool. A celestial griffin appears here. Yep. Nice. Nasty as the pile of melee coming at me from that side is, this side is even worse. And I am hoping that the um, griffin will distract some of them. Cool. Makes all kinds of sense. Yeah, Get- well, um, the, the, my luck's about to run out, so um, I'm hoping something changes soon. You're up, Karen. Okay. There is going to be a wounded assassin in front of me. There does appear to be a wounded assassin in front of you. He's going to have a much worse day. Okay. Where's my character sheet right up to? Yeah, I'm on. There we go. And full attack. Ugh. Well, one of them hit. The 18 might hit, but I don't think so. No, 18 will miss it. First one, first one hits for 17 damage. So 19 damage. 19 damage is 43. Uh, boom. He has been badly wounded enough from other, other blows that down he goes. Yeah, you haven't attacked either of those mantises, they still can't hurt you. And they're still not bright enough to realize that they can't hurt you. Because you might want to not attack them, but just leave them be and move on. <laughs> exactly. Okay, well, this should be fun. Uh, Those um, purple gargoyles, the Ashland gargoyles, yep. Ashland gargoyles, are they still on the board? They are. They're not yeah, they on haven't the turn moved. Order. They have. They haven't moved at all. They? Yeah, they're not on the turn order. Hmm. Where did the gargoyles? Ah, I see. I have doubtlessly deleted the um, gargoyle token that was in the turn order. Yeah. yeah Do you want to, like, move them at the end of the round or something? Yeah, I'll just drop them back in again. It's all right. I remember what their initiative was. Convenient. I don't really want to protect them or anything, but, like, if I wanted to. They are flying in to get a piece of Elagos. Well, possibly. Uh, cool. And then Team Fiendish Mantis. Ra. Uh, sorry. Ra. Ra. Alright, so, the Mantises move, the big Fiendish Mantises move in on the closest target, this griffin that they see that has been summoned to the battlefield, and begin yep. to engage it. And they swing wildly at it, clawing and hooking at it, uh, yep. and make three will saves. Okay. One of which might pass. Uh, I don't see the will saves. Ah, that's right. I've no, no. I have put all the fiendish mantises on whisper, so only I can see the rolls because you don't know which one's Cinnabar. Sweet, that's Nece- necessarily. So one gets a twenty-three and saves the other two. 
tank yeah, like, so like 16 hell. is the DC that they're looking for. Cool. So... And they all spend this round attacking... To, 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 I mean, Cinnabarba can do what she likes, but the other three spend this round attacking the illusion, even if they detect its um, thing, they don't get to then... Yep. Because they've used their standards. One of the mantises vanishes into thin air, uh, and this probably isn't worth bothering with spellcraft checks, because... Elagos, you know which one Cinnabar is, so you don't mistake this for a summon disappearing. She disappears. And reappears in thin air on top of you. Cool. Also joining everyone on Team Wyvern. Can a giant mantis ride a wyvern? And that's the first... Is this the first time that um, anyone has ever asked that question? Um, at it's which point... <laughs> yeah, I think for the moment she lands on you, because um, she picks your back as the target and goes boom and appears, because of how the spell works, that ends her actions altogether. Yep. And Silver and Lucy, suddenly you are sitting on Elka's back, and then there is a slight flicker and ripple in the air, and this red fiendish mantis appears out of nowhere going <laughs> and flickering its claws at you as if it has just been summoned on top of the wyvern. Which I imagine is rather alarming for people. Well, I was going to cast Se- Searing Light on the Revenant, but I think I may have bigger problems. Cool, so. Yeah, but on the bright side, I'm, that's significantly improved my position. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Alright, so, Elagos, you can absolutely try and dump her, but, um, that's up to you, and in any case, that is the end of her turn. Mm-hmm. Then we have the myriad events for the turn. So, myriad. myriad. So, for starters, a Shawante man runs onto the battlefield, one you have seen in passing. He was at Silver's various instructions, um, talking to him about thunder calling and that sort of thing. And he runs on, finds the heaviest concentration of stuff that he can, which I think is going to be there. And shouts out, swings his totem spear in the air and shouts out, Hatoi! Hatoi! Mariana! Boom! And smashes the spear into the ground, and there is a loud ripple and a crack of thunder as he thunder calls on top of the three mantises and the celestial griffin. The celestial griffin shakes his head, but appears, its head, but appears to make it safe. Yep. So I have these things listed as like he's just kind of aiming for the biggest cluster he can get that doesn't involve killing lots of other people. Uh, and both the other mantises... Uh, are stunned by this. Yay. 
And they all take damage. Secondly, uh, everybody needs to roll me a flat d20 to see who the unluckiest person here is. I believe that would be Garen. Yep. So, Garen, staggering out of the tent behind you, comes a Shawante who appears to have blood pulling down from around his throat. He sort of staggers out and then collapses near your feet. Uh, he appears to actually be dying and needs some kind of help. Well, this is actually a perfect time for that, because you can now go over and lay on hands. Does he just appear to be dying? That's Garen's perception check. Yeah. Or heal, I would buy as well, given the circumstances, but I I imagine it's much for muchness in your case. Adam, want to make a perception or a heal check? Adam? Sorry, I was muted for a second there. Um, I can't actually see here on the check, so on my list, so I'll just go with perception. It's possible that I didn't, um. Yeah, that's. 17. Heal on mine. It's under handle animal. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Uh, so you, as far as you can see, this looks pretty legit. He's not gonna die to, he's not gonna die next round, so it's not a matter of get to him next round or he dies, but he is going to go down. The last event, as we see in the chaos in the melee fighting elsewhere, we see the, the mantis appear on Elagos's back, the fighting is frantic, Shawante are fighting, battling for their lives, red mantis assassins are running around trying to avoid them. And lying flat against the desert, almost invisible in the wasteland, there is a man in very tan clothes with his hat pulled down well over his eyes, lying prone with a crossbow that he is targeting upon the battlefield, the Cinderlander. As he searches for targets and thinks, the camera pans down well behind him, and he sights in on a Shawante and goes to pull the trigger of the bow and then stops and thinks about it. And assuming this works, we hear voices. Let's see. Work, God damn you. Voices are and loading. And ultimately, this is in everybody's best interests. Because if we have to, we'll wind up taking you down. And then it will just all have been for nothing. I've never been to the city land before. But I can see... It forges people. It is forged the Shante. It's forged you. And what we need now is a forging of ideas rather than steel. Did that work? Nope. No. No. Awesome. Okay. Well, fuck you then, Discord.
<laughs> oh, well, there is uh, Nork I can do about that then, because we know playing it through um, my speakers doesn't work either, because we tried that last week for Susan's thing. Oh, God, I hate listening to recordings for myself. <laughs> I, I think what you're I trying to say, Adam, is, in my head. I think what you're trying to say, Adam, is that was awesome. So yeah. I'm going to help you. That was awesome. Thank you, dear. Yeah. So he, yeah, so GM side is awesome. My voice got so much. He hears Jack's, he, he hears Jackson Silver's, uh, Jackson Garan's voices in his head and sighs to himself and doesn't, releases the pressure on the trigger but doesn't yet change targets. He is contemplating his life and the decisions he will make. Cool. And that uh, is the event for the, the, the multiple events for the round. Round five, fight. Cool. So I'm going to suggest that whether or not we win, which I doubt we will, this is the last round that we play tonight. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cool. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. All right. Uh, in the greater battle, we see the Cinderlander. Then Team Fiendish Mantis. Er, eat Garin. Eat Garin. Uh, Jack, do you want high or low? Uh, I'll have, um, high. Cool. So, the one on top of you comes in and also targets your griffin. Just kind of picking its target entirely arbitrary, like it has an intelligence of zero. Sweet. The griffin's occupying four of them, I'm content with that. Uh, it claws at it pointlessly, then it remembers to make a will save. Ha ha! It's gonna get it! It's, it hooks the griffin and then starts chewing on it very happily, convinced it's doing well with its life. Uh, cool. And... I can probably unhide these now. Yeah, I think we know which one, um... Uh, lashes out with a claw. Okay, um, I roll a d4 and on a 4 it hits me. And it does not hit me, lose another image. Yep. So if you can take that down too. Can do it. There we are. The power of illusions, people. <laughs> oh yes. Illusions are amazing. <laughs> I occupy five, and I'm occupying five mantises. Okay, and, and the other two chloric yarn pointlessly. Yeah. Uh, Admittedly, the power from protection of power protection from evil is also working. Protection from evil is not going anywhere anytime soon, is it, Adam? <laughs> no. Uh, so, Elagos, it is now your turn. <laughs> Tell me what you want to do, and then I imagine I'll be making some some well, random GM calls. I imagine I'm having to make a strength check first because there's now how high is your lot. how high is your strength? Uh, strength. Is twenty nine. Yeah, you have no real difficulty holding all of these people. Okay, because there's now a large creature on top of me as well. Yes. Okay. Um. So there's a number of things I could do. <laughs> um. Help, Jack. <laughs> like I would, no. I would probably penalise things like your athletics and that based off the fact that you're now encumbered, but that's probably not necessarily particularly relevant to what I you're doing. Help, Jack. But you know, no, she, you're fighting cine- You're fighting the boss. That's your job. Yeah. So, um, 
I'm thinking the best thing to do would be to try to hook a clue around and like um full attack cinema and try to grapple her because I have um improved grab. Yeah. So I can start a grapple as a free action if I can attack her. Yeah. Although she's on your back. So the idea would be I reach a core up and yeah. try to drag her off so she's on the bottom. Cool. That gives me an idea of what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Uh, give me a moment here. Um, is Cine- Cinnabar is an initiative, isn't she? Uh, she is in with the mantises because she's hiding. Sweet, that's fine. Yep, sure. Can she fly? You do not know. She has not demonstrated any capacity to fly just yet. Uh, but she's done me. a uh, dimension thing. Sorry, I guess I just needed to move you out to put her um, initiative. It, the other question would be, is, is Varric in the initiative? Uh, Varric is not. I thought he was. Uh, I thought I put him in. Ah, oh, then I deleted his token, of course. To change his yep. token out for a better one. So he can go after, he can go after Elagos. Sounds like a plan. Kill. Um, cool. uh, I shift, I shifted him temporarily so I could get it, um, Cinnabar to put her on initiative. Okay, so am I doing things or? Uh, yes, that's what I'm still thinking about. Yeah, uh, sorry, I distracted him, but I figured it was good that Varric actually got to enter initiative. Mm. Not good for us, just good in terms of the fair running of the battle. Yeah. Cool, okay, so, uh, Elagos, what I will effectively give you is she's functionally got cover against you because you're having to not literally reach through yourself, but basically flail around on your back to try and clip her. So her AC is up. Okay. And some of those attacks you may not be able to make. I'll look at what a wyvern can do. Yeah, no bite. Uh, yeah. The rest of it, you're good. Cool. How's that? Okay, so the second one will miss as the mantis surprisingly agilely leaps to the side. Like, yeah. like it's, it's an extraordinary mantis instead of a crappy regulation brand mantis. Um, okay. the first one will hit, uh, yeah. at which point she will do some tricky dicky shit. Uh, if the hit is conf- before the damage roll, it is Crit, which that hit her. Cool. Do I have to roll to confirm it? 
Uh, yes, you do indeed, because you have to hit her AC. And, and so that's just a straight D20 or the same roll? Uh, it's the same roll again. You're trying to hit her AC normally, and if you fail, then you just hit her, but it's not a crit. Uh... Okay, so you do not confirm the crit. As you swing your claw out at her, Elagos, for a moment you have her. You're sure of it. It's it's quite difficult to actually get this shot in, but nonetheless you've landed a very good blow and you have her. And then... Uh, <laughs> I don't know how well you would see this because it's on your, way ba- on your back, but you feel her just vanish from your grasp altogether as your claw just goes through nothingness. Um... And then pops out the other side. Silver and Lucy get a much clearer view at this. Uh, she does not vanish. She simply partly fades, apparently out of existence. And as Elagos's claw hits her, the mischance goes through her. Okay. Because I fail? Sorry? So Correct. You, I can't use you have not hit you have not hit her because her super magical wang has moved her out of existence. Oh well, that was pointless. Next person's turn. Do I um, recognize what she just done? Uh, that would be spellcraft. Spellcraft. And yeah, Elagos, you can make this too because I imagine you're sort of twisting your head now. What the fuck is going on back there? Yeah, you did super good. Well, that was a total waste of a crit. Well, you didn't crit her anyway. You merely hit her. No, but it was the best roll I'm likely to make against her. So I got 31 on Spellcraft, so what did, what did she do? <laughs> uh, she appeared to somehow reactively to the, to the hit become ethereal and fade part way into the ethereal plane. Um, ah. you effectively giving her a mischance. Which, uh, it basically Meredith is like, you've got a flat, like, 25% or 50% chance or whatever that you just miss her, regardless of what you roll, because she isn't there. Uh, the other thing you will know, it, it doesn't appear to be a spell, because it's something she's done ret- ret- retroactively, uh, reflexively. Reactively. Reactively, thank you. So presumably it's secret Red Mantis training and techniques. But, she does look drained by it somewhat, as if this is not, um, as if this is a thing she can only do so many times before she runs out of capacity to do it. Ah, that's good to know. I did a thing. Yeah, you got us info. You have drained one of her fades. One of. Note that. One of. Magical ability? That's uh, the boss, Elagos. It's going to be harder than the rest. what the rest of us are fighting. Also, don't forget all those gargoyles you killed. Like a massive pile of gargoyles. Yeah, should have searing lighted the revenant. Next turn. Will occupying the boss is its own contribu- contribution? I appreciate the fact that she's not trying to kill me. Anyway, move along. Speaking of the revenant. Yes, indeedy. In my other, other, other window. <laughs> Oh We're never oh doing God. this. We're never doing this ever again. It's so complicated. <laughs> okay. 
How close can you get, Mr. Mankowski? Huh? Uh, so he begins to float slowly off the ground. Five, ten, ten, twenty. If he gets to there, that should hit everyone. Um, as he appears to be mostly corporeal. Um, you can see part way through him, but he doesn't look altogether ghostly. He's probably got special wang again. Um, and, um, I think Elagos got this basically. He's, he's very partly transparent, meaning he's got a mischance as well, like her. Um, and Varric floats across the battlefield, his face just twisted up with hate. It does not look like the Varric you remember. There is no humanity, nothing really left in there but this revenant and shadow of hatred. And he flies out towards the middle of everyone and then raises his voice and shrieks in an unholy voice. And does this effect alcohol? <laughs> bad day, bad day. Uh, and people feel a cold fear spread across them. Garin, you are immune to this. Everyone else needs to make a will save. There's a, there's a, a save against that because we inspire courage. Correct. You are adding plus two to your will save. Yay. Plus two. Okay. Well, that's a remarkable collection of will saves. Yeah. Okay. So good. Oh my god. Oh, so good. And everyone at the lowest. Everyone feels a cold dread come over them and this this sense of crippling almost externally pushed on you guilt. You feel pain the pain of losing the person that you love the most in the world thrust upon you violently, but you recognize it is not your thought, it is not your fear, it does not belong to you. And you can push it away, and then a bunch of other shit happens. Uh, let's see now. This. Oh. Oh, they have to do real save too. The mantises don't get a say. Oh, well, they don't get to, they don't get to be immune. And. Wow. The mantises begin to turn and run away from Varric. <laughs> wow. This is, this effect clearly doesn't just target the people he blames because it hits Elagos as well. Yeah. So it is also hitting several other things. Uh, think, 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 think. I have more mantises technically. Oh my god, there are so many fucking people on this battlefield. It's ridiculous. Well. Right. The the one facing Garen, however, is hard man. It knows it can do this. The other one runs away. Garen, you may choose to smack it in the back as it goes, if you please. Which you might as well, because it, it'll probably be back again at some point. Yeah, but if he hits it, he won't. It won't be immune, unable to hit him anymore. Ah, uh, true. Actually, yeah. So there's a reasonable argument there. Garen's willing to let it run. It may actually dissipate before it makes its way back to you. That'd be hilarious. The 
assassins. Well, okay. America's definitely saved my life here, I feel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, in all fairness, what were the odds that we all made that save? Uh, and apparently the Ashwing Gargoyles are feeling, feeling beefy. Yep. Yeah. This one's out of here. Thing enough. Nope. Uh, the assassins are fine, and Cinnabar will be hilarious if you fail. I bet you won't, but you could roll a one. Yes, you could. Cinnabar. The question is, would she fail on a one? Yeah, everyone fails on a one. Yeah. Uh, no, she rolls a twenty. No. <laughs> and thus passes automatically anyway. It was her plan. Oh, and there's two more masters hiding under Elagos. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're safe by virtue of the Wyvern shadow. <laughs> the Wyvern will nope. protect... Oh, looks like they rolled it. Excuse me, Elagos. You're sitting on everyone, so I need to move you. <laughs> hey, is there one of them hypnotizing um, Silver? Yep, but not anymore. When his turn comes around, he starts running away. I'm just moving them now, because there's going to be no ah, way of tracking it otherwise. There you go. Yeah. That problem. Okay. Save by Beric, yeah. Yeah, Beric saves uh, Silver and Jack. Yeah. Thanks, Beric. You still suck. <laughs> uh, and Silver, you get another will save against the hypnotism as this pierces through and can potentially shake you out of your hypnosis. Or maybe I get one more round of being... Yeah, well, it'd be relevant if you if you can make this will say you want to fall off at Alagos yep. in the meantime. You are unhypnotized. As yeah. Varric's shrill scream of... His, his baleful shriek of hate pierces through the hypnotism and shakes you back to yourself. This is so cool. Hey, and I know that whitey voice. Team Blue Assassin. Well, there's still quite a few of them, and they're not running away. Yeah, it's it's good. Let's let's shoot at Elagos some more because we're down here, away from all this shit. And we're happy here. Uh, we we. And I mean, like. shooting at Elagos will eventually work. Just no, nope. not anytime soon. Twenty six misses. Everything else is lower. <laughs> Arrows sort of rain vaguely into you. Enough rounds, like a really large number. And that is Team Blue, Team Lucy, Team Silver. All right. So I cast survival check to stay on Alagos. <laughs> yep. Alagos well, head. Failing might not be such a bad thing, given he's got a giant mantis on a giant killer mantis on his back. Um, <laughs> you yeah. To, um, um, and I to cast. Fly on myself again. Uh, just um, a point here. Huh? Um, it it maybe it might be worthwhile if you can to think about dispel magic on the um the leader. Yeah, but like I I need to survive. Fair enough. Um, low hit points. I have very little hit points. Fair enough. Now you will have to make a concentration check because you are among other things within range of her. Okay, I I make a concentration check. So you need to make two concentration checks: one to cast spells on the wyvern and one to. I'm I'm fine with one covering them both because she'll either fail oh, okay. one way or the other or not. 
So 27. Cool. So you step back across Elagos's wing as best you can, oh. covering yourself. The Cinnabar Mantis snaps out at you. You duck and you cast your spell. Okay, I cast Fly on myself. <laughs> um, but before that, I... I succeed in casting fly on myself. Do you want to just fly out of there? You'll provoke I am one. flying out of there. Yeah, then you'll be away forever. Yes. You will provoke from her, however. Are you happy provoking from her? Um, well, happy hey, not hey. Yeah, it's safe, it's safer in the long run. Yeah. Cool. I'm good sitting on top of a wyvern to, till a mantis lands on top of you. Yeah, once, once the mantis hits the wyvern, it's just not as good anymore. Uh, so that is a 25 to hit you. Yeah, they, that hits. Okay, so it does you 10 points of damage as she hooks yep. you with the claw and sort of cuts across you as you go. Yep. Uh, it was worth it though. And then, uh, how does this work? Uh, you begin to bleed from the wound that she has given you and lose two points of constitution as well. Oh my god, two then, points of constitution. Yes, okay. then the wound stops bleeding. But it's, it's almost as if she has pulled the blood out of you supernaturally rather than just merely hurting you with a claw. Ah, she's a bloodbender. And you can do this by just changing your temporary constitution in your character sheet, which I can do for so you if you like. Minus two there. Uh, no, that, that, ah. that wasn't it. Uh, your con does not go up to twenty-six. Your con goes ah. down by two. Yep, there we are, and that will change all your stats oh, appropriately. That's, that's excellent. Okay. Cool. Silver. Am I am I being um, straddled by a praying mantis? There is a praying mantis. Um, I don't want to say next to you because that doesn't really connote the chaos. Riding around on Elagos's back, thrashing and flailing at you. If you, I'll also point out you, that the wyvern is covered in slippery oil. True. Yeah. yeah. I was, was going to do um, prestidigitation, but I think we've got more pressing matters at the moment. Yeah, um, um if you drop off its back and tumble to the ground, you're pretty good at acrobatics, you probably won't take a lot of falling damage, and it'd be significantly safer than staying on the wyvern. Can I do that as well as cast Dispel Magic on here? Uh, y- yes, assuming that you can still target her from the ground. Okay, um, I can target her. Cool, yep. I'm checking the range and that sort of thing on it. Oh, yep, okay, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, so, yes, you can do that. Um, you are probably better to fall first and then cast, so you're not having to risk provoking and concentrating. So, yeah. athletics DC 15 and acrobatics DC 15 as you deliberately jump off and roll and try and minimize the damage. If you can make both of those automatically, you don't have to bother rolling. DC 15 athletics? Yep, make that. Oh, God, I rolled really low though. <laughs> Yeah, but you made it. Um, so what was the other role? Acrobatics. Right? Yeah. Do you see what for that? Fifteen, which you have failed. No, um, what kind of roll is it? Because I've got a totem spear. Uh, Not a jump check. It's a tumble check. Yeah. yeah. I, do I get bonuses with no, my spear for that? No, it's a jump. 
you may want to spend to make that higher. Okay, what am I spending? Uh, it's you are, only, it, it's only a little bit of falling, it's only a little bit of falling damage. You are, basically you are now taking 2d6 falling damage and losing 6 hit points. Was oh, that, that's not too bad. Was that a strength-based roll or was that a depth-based roll? No, acrobatics is deck-based. Uh, so I can't use my... Um, no, you take 6 damage. It's not that much. Not that much. Okay. No. Sure, I take some damage. Six points of damage. At all, or is that just, or is that not gonna do me anything now that I didn't do the acrobatics as well as the... No, you just fall and go thud, ow, that hurt, and then you get up and cast the spell magic. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, alright, so spell magic. It's falling, um, falling 30 foot off a wyvern hurts. Yeah. Uh, so, targeted spell, one creature, <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, don't do area to spell and turn Algos back into an elf. Oh, <laughs> Tempting as it might be. <laughs> Um, okay, so you make a dispel check, uh, 1d20 plus your caster level to a maximum of plus 10, so that'll be 1d20 plus 10. That's the 20 plus 10. Let's do this, come on. 13, oh, that's not gonna be enough, is it? And now you're going to make me look up a bunch of her um, okay, so her caster level is... Yeah, you can re-roll that one if you so choose. Yeah. With a, with a hero point, but that's up to you. With a card, rather. Yeah, I think I'd like to, because this is pretty important. A fate point will do nothing for you here. It's not strength-based in any way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll bring up my character sheet. Um, so I've got spell magic as well. Sorry? I've got spell magic as well. Yeah, but, like, let's get it. Like, we may need you as well. Um, okay, so re-rolling. Oh, I did worse. How'd I do oh, worse? No, check off the hero point, moving on. <laughs> okay, was there only one spell to dispel? Uh, that's what I'm just going to roll. What's on here is, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Two, three, four, five, six. Did you roll on my behalf? Sorry? Did you roll on my behalf? No. Or is that who saves? She makes opposed cast level checks against you for all the oh. effects, all the spell effects that she oh, presently has active. So I make one roll and she does one against all of it. Correct. Okay. Um, I assume taking, I'm assuming that you're taking my better roll. No. Oh, you're taking the eleven. Yeah, it's a re-roll. Take the worse. Oh, sorry, I'll re-roll take the second, my apologies. She failed at least two You make a dispel check 1d20 plus your cast level against the spell or against each ongoing spell. Ah, right, so I'm doing it wrong. Okay, the DC for this dispel check. Right, so she doesn't make opposed rolls. She just sets a DC. Cool. Okay, so you fail on the first one. Do you want to spend a hero point and re-roll it or not? So, resetting the first roll? 
Like, have I spent the year no, we're, we're, we're really? gonna make a whole bunch of these, Susan. So I suggest you don't, you retroactively don't spend the hero point and just roll a bunch more checks and spell as many spells as you can. Okay, so go back to my character sheet then and retroactively not spend it. Yep. Yep. Okay. So maybe you can do that on somebody else's turn. Yeah, so okay. she's got a set DC based on her caster level. Okay, so yeah. the first one didn't make it, so this is my second one. Yep, just shout them out at me, I'm yeah. looking. Fail. So 13 is the second one. Fail. 11. Why are you rolling one? Fail. Just keep rolling. Just keep rolling. Another one. Fail. Keep rolling. Yeah. 24. Success. Oh, 29. Oh, thank goodness. And success. I'm capable of rolling something a bit more. Anymore? Nope, that's it. Okay. So, so I just saw two of them. You feel that you have pierced through two of the magics that are woven around her, and two of her spells go down. Uh, based on the ones you've gotten rid of, nothing obvious happens. She does not turn back into a mantis. She does not look any slower or less agile or anything. But uh, you know you have dispelled um, effects that she is using. Blah, blah, blah. Cool. That's All good. Okay. And yeah. did Silver make a concentration check to cast that on me? No, he fell first. That's right, sorry. So his concentration check is out of the ground. Ah, sweet ground. Cool. Alrighty. Nice job, Silver. Red Mantis. Two of them run away? Yep. Uh, and what the other one want to do? One runs over to Garin and takes a single swing at him. Yay! Does he provoke? Uh, no, nor does he get a flank. Cause you haven't got, you haven't got 10 foot reach, have you, so. But he cannot move into position to get a flank here, so. That'll, that's a 31 to hit and a 17 to confirm the crit, so the crit will miss. Yep, but it does actually hit. Yep. And it's 8 damage cause you're ignoring the sneak attack. He is not flanking you. Cool. Surviving horribly injured purple gargoyles. We've got a we've got a plan. Right, one runs off. One goes five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Eh, eh, eh. They close on Elagos and move back out of his tail. They close on Elagos, but that is all they can do, and they both provoke in the process. And they are horribly injured, the poor sad bastards. Yeah, either looks as good as the other, so. <laughs> Elagos the Wyvern, Gargoyle Slayer. <laughs> Whack! Or bite rather, honk! have to work out. Uh, Sorry, I closed my um, closed my thing. Four, Forty-six plus nine. Yes, thank you. Do you want me to do it? Yes, please. Cool. He explodes in a in a and you get a puff of stone dust down your throat. <laughs> oh, okay. Gargoyles do not taste good. 
This is a new fact for you to learn. Or possibly not, depending on how often you've done this before. Alright, and I have deleted the fucking thing again. Does Silver get one? Uh, no, because they're not coming within range of him. Ah, okay. You have bigger reach. Uh, yeah, because I don't think they actually get up to um, attack me this round. They merely No, they, do- they double move to get into melee with you. Yeah, and one of them dies in the process. Then, having killed their token, they re-enter initiative. Yep. Jack then Garen. Cool. Jack casts Dispel Magic on Cinnabar. Yeah. Fair. Uh, so give me four checks. Four checks? Yep. Oh, you did so much better than me. Oh, thank you. Okay, one, two, three, and miss the last one. Okay, so that's most of it. Three successes, one failure. Uh, oh, that's fascinating. Uh, okay, so she begins to move seemingly a good deal slower and react less quickly and gracefully. She also seems to slip a bit more carefully on Elagos, where otherwise she was just standing on him with absolute ease. Ah, spider climb. But she doesn't. She does not turn back into a human. Done. That last spell, the it may not even be one of those spells. Anyway, then Jack does this. Easy, easy, careful. <laughs> Nobody can see Jack. <laughs> a sneaky gnome. And Jack moves considerably back, but stays in front of Lucy. Oh, I'm in the air. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay, Jack moves back over here. And that is Jack. Garen. There is a dying Shawante oh, near you. I think to maintain my griffin, which means, because I cast another spell, which means in three rounds it will wink out of existence. Sure. I will put that on it. Yeah. The people are about to become unshaken soon from Silver's thing. <laughs> well, I'm sure that will be a great comfort to the several survivors. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Well, the survivors are putting their pants are running that way, so. So do you want to heal the guy? You well, don't have to I'll, I'll like, I'll, I'd like a chance to speak. Sure, sure. Right. Yes, yeah, so it's yours whenever, Garen. I think we're clear on what's happening. Yep. Uh, so Garen's going to take a five-foot step, and then I'm guessing probably going to provoke when he does his lay on hands. No, lay on hands does not provoke. <laughs> uh, he's going to lay on and- hands for... Sorry, I will tell you flat out, you can see this guy needs healing of some kind, and then he will be fine. So a single point will be enough to solve his problem. Yeah, but will that be enough to get him back up? Yes. Oh, sweet. Then I ping him. He's dying He's dying as a plot obstacle as opposed to as an NPC. Okay, cool. Then I, yeah, I give him a ping of heal. And the blood begins to knit, and he still staggers and looks awful. But... Yeah, at least he's good. 
Okay, so I believe that is my turn. Yep. You save a man's life. Yay! Cinnabar, God help me, uh, now has to make a survival check to stay on the Alagos. Now, can I do this off her character sheet or no? See, we're a great team, Silva. Yeah. The two of us together. Yeah, because having two people do that is so much better than one person. Nobody's buff spells can survive two or three concentrated dispels. <laughs> okay, so she has no good grip on Elagos whatsoever, and at this point slips off him entirely, slipping on the oil, who, whatever grip she was relying on, now gone entirely. Ha <laughs> And she just slides, slips off the side, and then in something that probably shouldn't surprise too many people at this point, as she begins to fall... Her fall seems to just arrest itself, and she floats gently to the ground. Yeah, and she, the the mantis thing is not a spell. We can't dispel it. It's an ability. And you can't dispel feather fall because that's a reaction to her falling. She casts it. Right, that makes sense. It's not an active spell that she's got up. It's a spell that she's casting as a consequence of falling off the thing. Does she drift gently onto silver? Uh, she drifts gently down next to Silver, and what I might do is just move Silver, so we can all still fit. Yeah. Uh, so she slips, falls, drifts gently down next to Silver, and, uh, having accomplished this, uh, uh, let's see here. Elgos to the back temporarily. Elgos to the back, keeping those mantises <laughs> poorly balanced. Well, they were the ones who put the slippery oil on me. Yeah, yeah. And. She casts something, makes a concentration check. Brrrt. Ah! <laughs> GM brain getting tired. Cool. So, Silver, this would provoke from you, because she is big, but she casts defensively successfully. Well, she um, doesn't need to, because Silver's on... Oh, no, that's right. Silver is on the ground right. next to her. Yeah, yeah. Three-dimensional Alagos makes this complicated. Yeah. Sorry. It's fine. It, it was a very clever tactic. It's been incredibly effective. Uh, she casts something, and seems to fade and disappear again. And people can make me a spellcraft check. Because this one does not produce an obvious effect. She does not reappear on top of Elagos. Okay, so everyone recognizes not a teleportation, but... Uh, no, that was why I needed Elagos to go to the back. Wow, we all rolled 30 or high. That's yeah, yeah, we're pretty badass. Yeah. And invisibility. But not the bad sort of invisibility, the good sort of invisibility. 
Is there a difference? Uh, it is improved invisibility. Greater invisibility, yes. I think it's called improved in Pathfinder. Right, yeah. uh, the basic difference being, Meredith, um, invisibility is when she attacks, she reappears. Greater invisibility is she doesn't reappear when she attacks. Got another glitter dust in you, Silver? I mean, next next week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Because uh, Alagos is up in the air, so you don't have to worry about hitting him. That is her yeah. team. Fiendish Mantis makes another will save as it hooks away at Jack's Celestial Griffin. Rawr. Yep. <laughs> yeah! It's going to get it! It's, it's oh, a big threat. It doesn't matter anyway. Um, uh, it unstuns itself from the Thundercore. And that's its turn. So one of them attacks, one of them uns- one of them fails, will save against the Griffin, one of them unstuns. No, um, the one in the middle has, is the one that's made all the saves. So the one right. that would be attacking the Griffin unstuns instead of doing anything anyway. Right, and, and the other one's made the save, so it recognises that that's not a griffin. Yep, and goes off to find something to eat. Like, cool. these folk. Yep. I'm in the air. True. Yeah, so it's just Jack. That makes the choice easy, then. I was going to go at random. Alright. Three is me. So goodbye, one more mirror image. Oof. You're down to two now, are you? Down to one now. Good lord, have you gotten your money worth after that? <laughs> yes. I did roll. I, I I rolled four on my original D four. Hmm? Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Saved you so many hit points. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, and then it's the event, and then we're out. Yep. Uh, so. Which is pretty great. Ignoring Ferret. Okay. Ferret walks in the scene, gets rid of half of the villains, and helps us out <laughs> unintentionally, and we ignore so, him. Yeah, well, I would definitely be in some strife if not for Ferret. But next round, he may make up for that by hurting us badly. Yep. We'll do the same thing again. Uh, back in the Discord, there is another um, file posted, another audio file posted. Um, at this point, we cut back out to the Cinderlander lying on the wastes as his bolt goes across and he sees Crojan eats what he kills, a big target on the battlefield, and gives a grim smile to himself. And his finger tightens again on the crossbow. And then he plays his audio. I also understand the emptiness that comes after, after when, when the revenge is done. But it's never done, isn't it? With your reputation and my voice, we will make this happen. You can mark my words as a mandragius. You really do believe what you're saying, don't you? All of you. There's something beyond revenge. A yep. better way of doing it. Still awesome. 
So he brings, he targets Croge and eats what he kills and mutters very quietly to himself, you big bastard. Finally, I get my shot at you. And pauses on the trigger and thinks about revenge. And then, God damn you people. (laughs) Pulls his hat up, switches targets all together, and does the Cinderlander have sea invisibility up? No, alas, he does not. Looks round. This isn't life. Working for the Red Mantis turns my fucking stomach. Looks round for... Looks round for Cinnabar, presumably. Where is that big bitch? Ah, damn it. Uh, and then... Okay, so, Jack, as you are being pulled up on by a large fiendish mantis, you hear something in the distance... A shrill, terrifying whistle that you've heard before, this of vindication being fired, as a crossbow bolt goes bang through the mantis in front of you, and bang again, and down it goes. And one unerringly streaks towards Garin and goes bang into the red mantis assassin he is fighting, and does not drop him, but wounds him horribly. Yeah. And that is the Sindel Hander. <laughs> and then the second event of the round goes off. As you hear uh something else loading. You hear a loud bellow that echoes across the entire battlefield. Ferric Nicklet foreign scones till our skulls become smoke. As Crojan eats what he kills, runs on to the battlefield. Yay. Thank goodness he's not dead. <laughs> and I think rather than load up him and all his attacks, we will leave it there. Yeah. And I'll start the next... I'll start the next round with him. Bloody hell. Wow. Bloody hell is a very active descriptor of what's going on. As Crojan runs into the biggest, um, biggest threateningest targets he can find, which will probably, because he can't see Cinnabar as well, be a bunch of assassins and starts cutting them into fucking pieces. You can go from Varric. Hmm. It's a good point, actually. Possibly. That would be amusing. I'll think about that next week, anyway. Yeah. But yeah, Crojan charges in, screaming and bellowing, and you look around at the pile of corpses a mile high at this point, as I believe you've chewed through about 20 or 30 enemies. I haven't been keeping track, because we've got tokens instead of minis that I've been deleting instead of putting to the side of the table. And you have a wyvern that people have been riding on, an invisible giant praying mantis, an illusory griffin, wounded Shawante, the Cinderlander who has just switched sides and started fighting for you, and Crojan running in. And that is where we wonder what the fuck happens next time. Dun, dun, dun.